The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we're all flawed, but we're also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode 10, the season three finale. I cannot believe another season is done and dusted. A big, big thank you to all my loyal listeners for supporting the Flawed and Fabulous podcast. This community means the absolute world to me. This season was a super special one and I feel so bloody grateful to have been able to show up each week and bring you amazing guests and heartfelt topics. We have covered a lot of topics, everything from burnout, goal setting, finding balance, perfectionism, GTL, which is grief, trauma and loss, not gym tanning laundry for all the Jersey Shore fans, miscarriage, female empowerment, cancer, relationships and communication, self-care, termination and lots, lots more. So much gold and so much openness and vulnerability from all of the guests. I'll be taking a short break in between seasons, so if you're missing me, feel free to reach out over on Instagram at flawedandfabulous underscore podcast and my personal page at withloveash. I would love to connect with you over there. So back to today's episode, producer Quartz and I are having a casual chat about an undefined topic, but the best way I can describe it, it's like a midlife check-in and talking about how we're feeling and how we're processing emotions and if we're sharing honestly or suppressing our feelings. But we both agree that it is totally okay to not be okay. And we chat about what that feels or looks like for us and how to navigate those feelings. I also share a little bit more about my recent energy block and how I'm making the conscious decision to return to exploring my spiritual woo-woo and gain a deeper understanding into what's going on under the surface. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Hello, Miss Courtney. Hello, Miss Ash. (laughs) I was like, what do I call it? It's just you and me today, baby. We're back. And um, being the amazing producer that you are, you have prompted me for today's topic based on my stories the other night. So At least you know I'm listening to your stories. Yeah, I'm listening to yours too, girlfriend. We are there for each other. Um, but before we get into that, it's angel cards. What you got, girl? Let's see. <laughs> what? Before we got on here, I said oh, to see? producer Aaron. I love like, when it makes you a believer. <laughs> I'm definitely a believer because I love Justin Bieber. But no, Um, I said to you, if it's anything to do with like moving on through the woods, through your past, because I've finished immunotherapy now, I'll be like, fucking hell. And this one is like, of your past. Angels, angels, angels. The burden of carting your past around has made you weary. Dear one. Why would they call me dear one? They're loving you. It's time to set your burden down. Keep only the lessons and the love and let everything else, leave everything else behind. You don't want it or need it and it's now gone. I just love when like they just prove you wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> you receive this card because your thoughts and feelings about the past are holding you back. You're repeating a pattern because of unfinished emotions from the past. This card is a sign to forgive and move on to stop painful patterns. It doesn't mean that you need to be with the person you've forgiven. It simply means you've let toxic feelings go in exchange for peace. Additional meanings for this card, approach a new situation or relationship with positive expectations, avoid routines, speak to a counsellor or support group, forgive those who've hurt you, forgive yourself, the worst is now behind you. Keep your thoughts about this situation high and bright. I don't like to get rid of routines. What yeah, I, was, I, I nearly stopped. I'm like, I don't, bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> routines are good. We thrive. We thrive with routine. <laughs> All right, um, what have you got? I don't know what I was thinking about, but let's see. Shower of abundance. Ooh. I will take it. Um, to heal your financial situation, first give us, oh, interesting, since it started with that, I'll, I'll read. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, no, I'll say it. So I just came from a meeting from the bank. Oh, that's weird. Financial to talk about situation. my financial situations <laughs> leading up to all this stuff that I'm about to do. So to heal your financial situation, first give us your worries concerning money. We will guide you in order to show you how to create and accept abundance. As we work together, your financial situation will heal as fast as you allow. This very, card, very fast. Ooh, this card in a, is a sign that your prayers are about finances have been heard and answered. The more Hallelujah. you can listen to and follow your gut feeling right now, the quicker you'll experience improvements in your financial situation. Additional means of this card. The coins that you're finding lately, have you found any coins? Are loving signs yeah. from your angels and departed loved ones. No one carries around cash anymore. They need new signs. I do. I love cash Un- money. Unexpected. <laughs> yeah, but yours are coins, baby. Okay. <laughs> I They're definitely notes. take the coins and put them in my little <laughs> coconut that I have, my coconut bowl. Oh. That's for smoothies that I don't eat smoothies out of, but I put my <laughs> coins see. in the coconuts. <laughs> um, so they're from a departed loved one. An unexpected financial windfall is coming to you. Give any financial fears to your angels. Follow any guidance you receive as it could be a swearing per- prayer. Answering prayer. Sorry, it had a hyphen and I missed the start of it. Answering prayer about your finances. Abundance can take many forms, including having more time, opportunities, or clear ideas. That's a nice card. And to be honest, if I saw a coin on the ground, I wouldn't pick it up. (laughs) Even if I dropped one, I probably wouldn't pick it up either. But I'll keep my eyes peeled and it might be my little lucky coin. It could be. (laughs) You can just bring your like sanitizer thing before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Antibacterial wipes. Well, I have been pretty freaked out with money at the moment just because of Hot Rock, the rebuild. I've chosen to do different things to the building that isn't included in insurance. So I'm responsible for the bill and um, they just like keep adding up and I'm like, shit. (laughs) And like, should I have really done this? But I'm like, it'll all be good. It'll be good when it's finished. So just like things, because I've changed the location, it's still in the same like area, but I've just flipped the way that it's going. So I have to like pay for all the digging up of the concrete and the relaying and concrete. Well, I'm like, Eden, you're digging up the concrete. (laughs) (laughs) For free. What is, yeah, what is the price on that? (laughs) And do you accept sexual (laughs) favours? But then the relaying of the concrete's not him and I won't be performing sexual favours to his mates. (laughs) (laughs) Currency? So, yeah, so I'm hoping that all of that works out and, um, yeah, once it's all built because, like, the house is happening at the same time, I'm like, so do I spend money on the house or do I spend money on Hot Rock? And I have been, like, wigging out, hence my appointment with the bank to be like, tell me what I can do, please. 
I see. So he's getting back to me. Well, the angels have heard. <laughs> they have they heard. Give you abundance. Showering me, actually. Love they are that. showering me. But back to today's topic. What, what are, are we, we going to call it? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, on my stories, which would be like when this airs, like last week, um, I was talking about how I've been feeling and I'm a pretty like upbeat, happy person most of the time that I was like trying to explain to Eden on the couch. I'm like, but am I like faking it? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, but like, am I good or am I, have I just like talked myself in to being good? It's like, you're definitely not a fake person. I'm like, no, I'm not, I couldn't find the words to like yeah. explain it. And then the more, and then he was like, no, but you are fine. I'm like, you can't tell me I'm fine. Like these are my feelings. And <laughs> but also like, I'm, I'm, I can't tell myself <laughs> if I'm fine and I'm not quite sure. So I went down this like little like rabbit hole and it must have been like after um, I went to my night in Brisbane, I was with Kira and she's all about like life purpose and this and that. And so we were having like lots of chats and then I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, do Maybe I need it? Yeah, well, I don't know. And then, like, Eden got his life purpose in his reading and he was, like, he was really rattled by that, by the way. So oh, really? he was like, what is my life purpose? What am I doing? What should I be doing? I'm like, you're better dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're, you're the manny. <laughs> but um, I was like, it's not for everyone, like, to have this, like, huge life purpose. Your life purpose can just be something that makes you happy. You yeah. don't have to go and serve and contribute and da-da-da-da. And I was like, but I like doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's fine for you, Eden, but for me, <laughs> yeah. I need to take Back over to the me. world. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm like, oh. And then I just started thinking about, like, the whole, like, four years and I was like, oh, and I, I – so, sorry, I've skipped a bit. I went to a spiritual healer last – what day is it? Tuesday. So, which was a really cool experience and I have never actually been to one or anything like that. It's, so it was a mix of like energy healing, kinesiology. What's um, uh, it's like this like kind of Reiki but not and I'm sure if someone does kinesiology they're not going to be happy. That I, like, okay. explain, but they do like tapping on you and pressure points and okay. their body, they get messages and like energy frequency and stuff okay. like that. So very open mind to like go there and do it. And I went to that. And so I was there for like one second and she's like, so tell me about the pain in your right hip. And I was just like, what? Is there pain in your right hip? Yeah. Well, I've been going to the osteo. Oh, for I didn't like, know which side it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there. Oh. And I was just like slow blinking. I was like, I'm not here for that because but I didn't even think of that. Could you fix as it a, as well? <laughs> well. Could it be emotions? Is yes. what I was going to say? Yes. No. Yeah. It gets so weird. Well, this episode's it, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it is. Open mind, open mind, open heart. So I was like thinking, oh, when I was talking about my energy block and I was just feeling funky, I'm like, I've done all this talking. Like, I think I've talked myself in to being like happy and fine and okay with everything. But then when I'm alone with myself and I'm not talking, I'm like feeling a bit flat. Okay. But then I'm happy again. Okay. So, so I was when you're like, in front of people, you feel like you're putting it on without realizing it. Yeah. But like it comes very naturally. So that's when I was like, am I bipolar? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Do I think, like, I think it's pretty common cool people to like pretend that they're okay with it. Yeah, but then I started being like, it, I am so happy, but then like sometimes I'm not. That I'm like, 
is this what everyone does or like am I just doing it? I think so. Yeah. And then I just kind of went down the rabbit hole of thinking about it a lot. And then I knew that I was having like energy blocks. I was just like not feeling like being like productive. I hadn't really been like getting up and going for my early, early morning walks. I've still been working every day. And then I hadn't been meal prepping. Like I just hadn't been doing anything that actually makes me feel like like, your routine. Yeah. And I just couldn't be fucked basically. I was like, oh, I just can't be bothered doing that. So I'm not going to do it. So I was like, no, no, no. So this week I've done all my meal prep and I'm like, let's try that. Let's try waking up that like half an hour earlier and do that. But this is it is Monday. The- I need everyone to know. Just yeah. to know. <laughs> this week I'm kicking all the boxes. Well, I started the Sunday, One right. I did the prep. I've done all the food prep and like Eden was very grateful to a good too. Start. Eden well was like, done. I've missed my meal prep too. I'm like... <gasps> You have hands. Yeah, you make your own too. fucking meal. <laughs> but anyway, it's fine. I do like doing it. So going to the energy healer, um, she was like fab. She said that in like the first like minute, as I said. And then I was like, well, I wasn't here for that. But since you mentioned it, like I have like this pain that I've had for like um, three or four years. I haven't like been able to like pin it down to anything I've like been to this person, this person, and then sometimes they fix it, sometimes they don't. And then we started talking and then I was explaining all these other things. And she's like, sorry, when did you say that your husband passed away? And I was did like, you say your husband passed away? Well, like later in like the conversation. Oh, okay. And then she was like. I was like, wait, she didn't just say that, right? No. You mentioned it. <laughs> well, like she was like, there's a big spiritual presence here. And then I was like, oh, my husband passed away. And then she's like, when did that happen? And then we started getting into all this stuff. And then she's like, sorry, when did you say that that was? Oh, my God. When your hip pain started, after, was that just after that? Yeah. Well, I didn't, I would not of put the two not. and two no. together. Like I just thought absolutely nothing about it. Um, I was just, yeah. And then so she, I had to like print it out <laughs> because I knew I would forget. But it's like. Well, she's brought the, receipts. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, they're like points in your body that have different things. And so the ST29 point is basically like um, about processing life, death and all this stuff. And it's you really long. the ST29 point. Yeah. Well, this. Oh, that's fucking weird. I know. And I wasn't there for that. Whoa. Yeah, and then um, it yeah it goes in. It's an energy release point and it talks about unblocking and activating and giving and receiving and letting go and all this sort of stuff. And I was just like, wow. Horn is the pain in your hip? Yeah, it used to be a pain in my ass. Now he's <laughs> moved up to my hip. <laughs> oh, my God, that's the sound bite. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how does one very... block this well, energy, unblock? The oh, she taps thing. it and then that's she enough? Did, well, she actually did this like, you can explain it. She did this on my hip. She's like kind of tapping and flicking at the yeah. same time, like a Get touch out. and a flick. Get out, release. Oh, like she's thing. shunning it from yeah. your body. Okay. So, and look, don't get me wrong. I did have a few eyebrow moments myself where I'm like, but I'm here. I'm committed. I'm doing this. Like this, I'm at my last resort. Of, well, I wasn't there for my hip, but I was like, if she's saying that that's something yeah. there, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be a believer. And I'm going to, like, let her do it. But then she's prescribed me these liquid crystals, which is, like, a little vial that has, like, droplets and it's, like, melted down crystals. And then they put alcohol and, like, a mixer in it for you to take it, like, orally. And so... We've checked it into the, this is safe, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. But I've been taking it for, like, a <laughs> okay, week and I'm, right, I'm all right. <laughs> so, but um, the one that she like prescribed me to, and I can't even pronounce it because she's it's... just giving you painkillers. No, no, like, no it's, just, it's like your a hip water. feels better. Yeah. <laughs> it's an aspirin. 
It's actually just rose di- quartz. diluted pain meds. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the one that she, like, um, subscribed me was a self-love one that came with that ST, like, point. So it was it was very interesting. Wow. Considering I went there just saying that, like, I feel, like, flat and I was trying to, like... I guess their job is to figure out where the energy blockage yeah. is, I and guess. Yeah, and she kept getting goosebumps, which was really weird because you, like, can't fake that. So she would say something and she's like, oh. And then, like, all these goosebumps in her hair were standing up and I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is amazing. But, yeah, very, very interesting. And as I said, like, I've done all the talking. I'm like, I need to, like, tap back into my spirituality. This time last year we were doing a lot of, like, spiritual experimentation with, like, Gabby and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And it kind of, as the year progressed, I got busy and that was one of the things at first, like, flew out the door when I got busy and I guess I've just noticed a big like difference in um I'm not going to say my mental well-being but maybe just like my ability to like process things with like emotion involved so tapping back into the woo so you do feel like that you have been putting on a bit of a smile through this sort of December, January period that maybe yeah. you aren't deep down feeling? Yeah. Well, I think I just have one of those like. Get on with it. Mentalities. Yeah. Get on with it mentality. And like I've had a <laughs> serious time in the spotlight when um I weigh up everything in like the past four years that I'm also like, oh my God, I'm so sick of people being like how are you? And things like that. So if like the answer is just like, great, well, then the conversation goes back to being like a bit more balanced rather than being like me having to like divulge. Yeah. And I'm not great. Yeah. yeah. And And then sit in that. And then like, like I feel a bit sweaty even now, (laughs) like talking about it. You're scared I'm going to ask you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. And I think that that, yeah, that's probably stems like when I was driving here, I was thinking about, I'm like, oh, it probably stems from like when my parents got divorced because like then that wasn't very popular and all my friends' parents were still together that I was like, didn't want to be like acting that like I was like sad or upset by. Okay. And then um, where my brother was openly upset about it and then I was probably thinking that I was like helping him like by being like the positive one for him and I think I've just really adapted that like personality that like if I keep it calm and happy and then everyone seems to like rely on me for that response, um, which I like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be the Debbie fucking downer that no one wants to be around because like they're just constantly like, oh, so, (laughs) (laughs) but when I first started seeing Eden, I'd be like, how are you? And he'd be like, fine. And I'm like, do you say that to other people? Because like, that's really draining answer. Like, and I actually apologised to him the other night because I was like, for some people you should be able to say how you're really feeling. I'm not going to be at like the milk bar and the lady's like, how are you? I'm, I am not good. How long do you have? Where is this milk bar? <laughs> oh, what do you what do you call it? I love like, a coffee shop. No, like the general store. Like what are they like Seven Eleven? But oh, like, like a, a private pri- privately oh, owned okay, one in Melbourne. They're called like milk bar. Yeah, they're called milk bars. So. I see. I think that's where they used to sell the milk back, okay. just milk back in the say. day. <laughs> but yeah, and I guess you can relate to that. Like, I think that you're probably more open to expressing your not so feelings, maybe experiences um, with everything that you've been doing of late too, where I would probably struggle to like 
sit yeah. there and like go like deep into it. I'd be like, record, delete. <laughs> and then you're like laughing because you're uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, signature yeah, move. We all experienced that last episode. <laughs> Yes, I love my good old uncomfortable laugh. But like last episode, like I felt like a big vulnerability hangover about that. I was so like when it came out, I was like, and when I was busy and I forgot to promote it, (laughs) another signature move. Um, And then I was like, oh my God, no one has said like anything. And I was like, what have I done? And then, the world has gone silent. <laughs> yeah. the, crickets, the crickets are real. Um, but then the next day when I did post it, I had like multiple people inbox and say like, thank you for just sharing like about something that like I've never felt like I can talk to anyone about without having like the guilt or the shame like attached to it. So that made me feel really good. In that sense that it only takes like that one person to like say to you, like, thank you. And it's like all all worth it. Yeah, it was worth putting yourself out there. Yeah, especially if that person has been feeling like that for years. Yeah, exactly. So I think also like for me, when I think about being okay, Mm -hmm. I guess is what we'll call it. I think about like, you know, Monique has always told us about how things are modeled in your like early Mm -hmm. childhood and how your parents process things. And my parents are big on the, um, don't cry, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Don't cry, you're not upset. No, no crying. You know what I mean? It's like very much like put the face on and get on with it. Like don't yeah. have the emotions. That's kind of, I guess, how I was brought up. And I think in some ways does make you very resilient and strong like both of us are. Mm-hmm. But then in other ways, you know, I had a lot of friends during this sort of the cancer ship. It was like I had a lot of people very worried that because I was doing so fine that I was like somehow – not processing. Yeah, and yeah. that at some point I was going to... Melt down. Yeah. And even I was like, am I okay? Am yeah. I going to melt down? Should <laughs> I just go to Monique and just see what she thinks? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But it's like people have these expectations. It's like, I think, I think I'm think i handling fine. I think I'm processing it. But then, like, maybe I'm not. So it's like both ways. It is hard to even know, like... Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, it sometimes other people, what they are projecting onto you makes you doubt if you're okay. Like, yeah. if someone's like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like doing what? Yeah. Like I'm just living my life. And then they're like, oh, I'd be a mess or I'd be so stressed. And I'm like, should I be a mess? Should I be so stressed? Yeah. Or like, should I just be like happy that I'm not Am I that? delusional? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> I'm like, or have I just like really like suppressed it? Yeah. It's hard um, to know. Yeah. And it is. And like, I'm guessing after the past four years, the amount of things like high stress things that have happened I'm like, I really feel like it's just the way I deal with things. Like, but then I need to check in with myself and be like, am I actually dealing with it? Yeah. Or am I going to melt down one day with this big eruption of like suppressed I'm yeah. okay days. <laughs> it's like, oh, she's not okay. Here it is. We're yeah. waiting. Here's Usually the sign for me is when my hair starts falling out. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not okay. <laughs> well, this time it's your sweep. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's just still like blown my mind. I yeah, that is very, really weird. Yeah. And so when I went to the osteo and my hip hadn't hurt for four days after I left, I'm like, look, I don't know if this is placebo or, but I just need to bring it up because I went to this and he does acupuncture and he's like more experimental in that way. So I thought, look, I can at least run it past him that if he's like, oh, absolute hogwash, I'm like, well, don't ruin this for me. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I wanted someone like that was both professional and experimental to like give some insight. And he was like, oh, I absolutely believe that like energy 
blocks and things can appear in like pain points and um, nerve points and things like that. So there is a way to clear it and I think it was probably like a, a mix of both. Like, well, it's not – I don't think it's, like, that far-fetched. It's, like, when you're highly stressed, like, your hair can fall out mm-hmm. and that's, like, a physical manifestation of your emotions. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's just, like, another version of that, you know yeah. what I mean? This pent-up emotion that you've had, it's physically manifesting as a pain in your leg, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's just another – it sounds a bit weirder, but I guess it's yeah. very similar. Well, and it's, like, because – with the hair falling at that has happened to me at different, like after pregnancies and things like that. I think it happens like a year or 18 months later. It's like a yeah. process. And then my hair started to fall out like a year and a half after horn. And I was like, I don't have that much to lose <laughs> after, <No. laughs> after two children. <laughs> and now this, I'm like, please, God, <laughs> just let my hair stay on my head. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's because I guess it was more like, uh, like I know the pain, I can feel it, but I could – feel like see my hair like coming out in the drain and like in the brush that I was like oh um which like the pain was like it's been going for so long like I remember when Eden and I were traveling in Mexico like I was lying on the floor in the airport in Mexico getting him to stretch my legs out (gasps) because I was like I can't get on another plane and we were still flying business class I could lay down and I'm like (laughs) I can't deal with like just being in that position, my leg is killing me. She also oh. said something else that was so interesting, but I'm trying not to blame Eden. <laughs> so I'm going, it's like the horn thing. She said that you can have someone else's energy sexually transferred to you. Oh, dear God. Yeah, but like, it's just energy. It's not an STD. <laughs> it's an STE. So they it sounds like a lot worse than an STD. Um, but, yeah, she was like, so you can actually take on someone else's pain and it, that's the spot where it will go to. And I was like, Eden. Sort out your shit, mate. Have you been happy for like three years? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I've taken your pain in my hip. So, oh, my God. He's like, I, actually, I've had a sore shoulder. Where's your pain? <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I he wasn't impressed when I said that. I'm like, okay, I won't I'm tell not it. I'm surprised. And then, so I just told everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, okay, I won't run with that part of the story. I'll go with horn. <laughs> it could be just a mixture of both things. Yeah, and like they like r- roughly were both around like that time frame. So I guess we'll never know. We'll never know unless I go back and she tells me. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this was an STD energy, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the crystals is like a twelve-day crystal thing, and it oh my goes. God, it's an STE. It's an STE. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah, okay, I didn't get that. <laughs> Sorry. Sexually transmitted energy. I get it now. As soon as I said STD, I then okay. All right, I was a bit slow the uptake. Welcome. Uh, sorry. I'm good with the with the witty puns. Like <laughs> Courtney's a bit too slow. Um, so you take these crystals. It's a 21 day program, and it goes through like your chakras. Sorry, if I said this now, like a crystalless condom to stop his energy. <laughs> This has gone down a route we did not expect. But are you okay? <laughs> oh, oh, there's nothing God. like a good belly laugh to make you feel better. I'm fine. I'm letting go of my past. I'm completely fine. So, yes. So, Eden will be wearing the crystal condoms. <laughs> But the crystal drops, so they make their way through, like, your chakras and you take it, like, three days for one and it's, like, love, wisdom, and I forget what the other one is, and makes its, like, way up. And so I'm like, 
look, it might be another placebo thing, but then today I was walking down James Street and a crystal shop's just opened in there and I was with my friend who recently just did a round of IVF and she's very open-minded to manifestation and crystals and all that. And um, she was, I went to the sound healing with her on Friday night and um, she was walking around with crystals in her knickers for like the two weeks to like have good and it, eggs. Well, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. And I was like, how big was this crystal? <laughs> I was like, and what knickers were you wearing? Wow, that's a really weird question. (laughs) We're friends. You can ask friends anything. Um, Yeah, but so when this lady in the crystal shop um, had given her like a fertility crystal, it began with a C, I can't remember what it was called. And when we're walking past her, she's like, I've got to go in there and tell her because she had her IVF and they said that she might get like two to three eggs and she ended up getting 10. Oh, super fertile. I love that. Yeah. So, and then they did the freezing and nine survived. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so she was really stoked about that because she's on her own. So she was doing it for later. Oh, so she's not doing IVF. She was just doing egg harvesting. Yeah, but I think she had to – did you do all the inject? You did all the injections. Yeah, but IVF yeah. is just when it's setting your body up to receive them, not oh. to release them. Okay, she yeah, so the egg that, harvest. So five. Yeah, oh. so she's done She's done that part and then they're on ice. Oh. The eggs are on ice. Yeah, so mine. Yeah. I just repay my um, storage Rental. fee the other day. <laughs> my egg rental. <laughs> yeah, it was on direct debit. I was like, what the fuck is this fee? Google. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, like, oh, that's where my, my babies unborn are. children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already paying for them. <laughs> Vultures. Wow. Oh my gosh. So if someone is like not sure if they're okay, like what are your recommendations? Like how did you figure out? Did you figure it out? What is the moral of this story? I think, yeah, the moral of the story is that I'm trying to figure it out and I've done Monique, which I'm always a huge supporter of having a professional to talk it out with. I've talked it out with my friends. I talk it out on the podcast. I talk it out with people in my DMs, like, but I'm like, I feel like there's just something more internal, like internal work to do. Do you do any journaling? I find that that helps a lot. Um, look, I try and I'm much better with prompts. If there's something like prompting me or I've been like, say for example, when I went to the healer, I came home and journaled about that Okay, because I had things in, yeah, yeah, I had something in my mind to like release. I think also this block that I have been talking about, about feeling weird, I could sit at my computer for like an hour and just procrastinate and like not do any sort of constructive work. And that's so not like me. Like yeah. usually I'm like, get in, get it done, move on to the next thing, move on to the next thing. And I just wasn't able to move past it. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, wasting all this time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't have time to end. As you know, back to fuck bucks, like time, energy and money are like very important to me. And I just felt like one, my energy was being super drained and my time, I was not using it very efficiently. And then, well, like money, going to be showered with abundance. So that problem's gone. That's fine. <laughs> And, um, but yeah, I think you just have to take, have an open mind into experimenting with different things. Like what is that, the the saying about insanity? Like you do the same thing over and expect a different answer. Yeah. Well, that's the meaning of insanity. Yeah, the definition. Definitions word. Yeah. So I was like, I felt like I was doing that. Okay. And, um, you know, there's... I just, I guess I do have an open mind to some degree. Like sometimes I'm still like the doubting Thomas that's like, eh, that sounds weird, <laughs> but I'm prepared to give it a go. So oh, that's good. yeah. And so the sound healing that we went to, 
um, which is very uncomfortable lying on the concrete floor um, for a very long period of time. <laughs> but I can guarantee it was less uncomfortable than the speed dating I went to yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, you're so lucky. True, <laughs> except people were very close to us. There was no social distancing having that and there was a random dog in the room. So I'm like, if that dog touches me when I'm asleep, I'm going to have a what? heart attack. that's so distracting. Yeah, but the dog moved. Like it was just like this poor pregnant lady was in the room and the dog like came up and like licked her all oh. over the face and no. I could see that she was trying to like be like, oh, you're a cute dog, but stop licking my face. And everyone was like, oh, and I'm like, yuck. Someone removed so the dog. It's socially unacceptable to not like dogs. <laughs> and I have pets. I'm not really into <laughs> dogs. I like puppies. Yeah. But I'm not the kind of person that when a dog is walking by, I'll be like, oh, the puppy, the dog. I have yeah. to touch it. I'm just like, cute. Stay there. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> it's just not socially acceptable. Maybe it's like how I don't like children either. It's all like linked. Linked. But like I, like because of Biggie, he's like a bit of a showstopper dog that it's like so weird when like people just come like, can I have a photo of your dog? I'm like, what are you doing with that? Like, where does that photo go? That is really weird. <laughs> and then, like, this um, yeah, this man that he was asking, like, so many questions and Ed and I were clearly, like, in the middle of a conversation in the park and he's just... Talking about his sexual energy <laughs> destroying my hip. <laughs> and this man was just, like, not giving up on the questions. Like, how much is this dog? And we're like... He's not for sale. <laughs> yeah, we're like, it was a lot. How much is a lot? I'm like, Why is this dog a show dog? What, what do you he mean? He was, like, a stud dog. What's so a, a breeding dog. dog. But oh. he's very unique colour and he's very ugly gorgeous. Okay. I feel yeah. like I've never even seen your dog. Yeah, because I'm always hiding down yeah. the back at your yeah. it's not in the house. No. Yeah. No, I have the children in the house. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough. The animals are on the outside. But see, the that's also like everyone wants their dogs inside <laughs> no. and the bed with them. It's their children. No. Biggie like pisses on stuff. Oh. Yeah. And when he when I lived in the apartment, I didn't have very big balconies, so he was occasionally allowed in the house and he pissed on my sheer curtains. Never allowed again. No. <laughs> Definitely. You can stay not. out there in the I even small had to space. figure out how to wash a sheer curtain because his piss reeks. So this is completely off topic. (laughs) Standard. (laughs) I feel like I went down this rabbit hole today. It was my fault now. That's okay. It's just the end of season chit chat. Back to, I think journaling's a good idea. Yeah, let's let's go back to journaling. (laughs) I like the journaling thing because I feel like if you just like force yourself just to sit there, there's this new thing that I've been reading up about called Morning Pages. Mm. And there's a book out there. It's like a really long book. And I'm like, I think I've got the gist of it. I feel like I was you. Like, can I read the cliff notes for this? <laughs> I nearly just spat my tea out. Um, I, I'm, this just sounds vaguely familiar. Is there an audio version or a little? <laughs> I mean, no, there wasn't. Otherwise, I, I would have got the audio. Did I tell you about the app that I downloaded? No. Called Headway? No. And it like condenses books into like. Oh my God, yes, six I minutes. saw someone else posting about this. Yeah. So <laughs> just. Okay, it's been good, but there was this one book on there and I'm going to have to find it. And it was like. All women want, or something like that, because I was like, oh, "I'll do some relationship research on what the internet." Um, the last like chat, the conclusion was: so if a man, and I think it's like this book happened to be like computer translated. So if the man takes you out, oh, for, like, it was a computer speaking. Yes, was that your computer voice? Well, I was trying not to do an accent, so you wouldn't <laughs> like delete me. <laughs> Ash accent. I was like, them I out. don't know what a computer does. <laughs> I just Let me tell you, that was not a great robot voice. <laughs> Um, so, and the conclusion of this was like, so this book I think was written in like the 80s or something, so I don't know why it's still around. Yeah. And it was like basically, so if the man doesn't pay Cook for your him dinner, doesn't pay for your dinner, 
Um, make sure you have money in your purse so you can pay for your own dinner and he is not the man for you. But you should still do his And then they're like, you may be considered a gold digger, but knowing oh. that a man can pay for you is not that. And I was like, I just wasted seven minutes of my life listening to this and this is the conclusion. I'm like, this is not advice that you should be giving people. But I guess back in the 80s that was like so on brand, you know? Yes, but like if, and a computer being like gold digger. Does well, that sound better? It, did it also have a like a recipe for how to make the perfect man roast as well? <laughs> so I don't know. They didn't talk about food. Well, this book, um, I'm I'm oh. in it, and it's a lot of like explaining the background on it. But I've read like the part I've, I read up to is more like how to do this process. So I feel like you know I can keep reading if I want, but I feel like I've got it. But it's basically every morning. It's like a big commitment, but mm. all these like big successful people do it every morning. You get up and you have to write out three full pages, A4 pages of just anything, like anything you're thinking. Like it doesn't have to be any rules. It could be all the same word. It could be some lyrics to a song. It could be your emotions or anything. But every single day you get down and you write. I don't know why you're getting down. You You sit down. down (laughs) with that paper. (laughs) You sit down and you write out these morning pages. And, um, yeah, it's just like your your emotions are supposed to just like flow out of you or whatever. And I've done it at like different points in my life where it's like I'm trying to figure out like what's happening here or like, you know, I did it a lot when I did like a course on goal setting last year and it was like about limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that really I felt like writing down things and just like trying to force yourself to think like how does that make me feel? What does that lead to mm-hmm. and making links and stuff? I feel like it does help. Like investigating it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it helps. So it could be something someone could do. Yeah. And maybe you'll figure out if you're okay or not. <laughs> <laughs> Am I okay? Roll the story, I was okay. So yeah, <laughs> we're all good. But I mean, there's definitely days like you have to, you can't fall apart. You're like a parent and mm-hmm. I'm a business owner. I mm-hmm. couldn't just like, there were days, of course, I wanted to stay home in bed and be like, oh, I have cancer. I feel sorry for myself. Yeah. But like, I can't. I have to can't come into work and be in a bad mood and take it out on all of my staff. Mm-hmm. I have to be like, oh yeah, hey guys, yeah. keep up the good work, you know, and be happy chappy. And it's not necessarily that you're faking it, but like at some point you have to do that to progress through the days, you know what I mean? And I think also like with me, most of the things that have happened in the past like four years have also affected people directly around me. So like Horn or my staff terrified. And a lot of it probably comes back to Hot Rock and like the pressure of keeping that. You know, we had silicosis, another scary thing. Everyone kind of looks to you to be the one that like sorts it out and supports everyone and calms them and everything's okay. Then the fire. (laughs) So I was like, you know, if I look like I'm melting, that's going to just spread fear like wildfire. Exactly. Um, And like, don't get me wrong, I have moments of fear but I can generally be like problem solver Ash. Yeah. We'll fix this and we're not going to let it beat us. And I generally believe those things. Like that's not fake. I'm not putting that on. I might be like, I said it, now I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, which, you know, I have always liked challenge. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and showing up for my team is definitely important to me. Even all different teams, my family team, my friends team, my work team, like I'm kind of in each one of those zones, like the person that people lean on, that sometimes it leaves very little room for you to have that, like, I'm not okay. Yeah. Um, but And I think also sometimes I've found, and you probably get the same thing with your friends who are stronger, like because you and I, I guess, would be classed as mm-hmm. in our friendship groups, the stronger friends. Mm-hmm. There is this tendency for people not to even check in on you mm-hmm. in a way that's like, 
just generally. Like, obviously, yeah. shortly after Horn and yes. stuff, you would have had a lot of people checking in on you. Um, they were also, but, like, didn't want to check in on me because, like, I'd kind of been, like, don't <laughs> check in on me. Um, so, yeah. like, I kind of, like, cut my nose off to spite my face. Yeah. Did I get it? You did get it. Oh, my God. Wow, you've nailed it. <laughs> Um, but there is this kind of thing. It's like my friends who are more emotional, I guess. I'm constantly like, are you okay? What's going on today? And like mm. kind of trying to manage their emotions and make sure they're okay. And then it's like people don't check in on the strong friends mm-hmm. because they've got this like front up, I guess, or yeah. they seem like they're okay. So it's like an interesting kind of thing where you feel like you're always like tending to other people's feelings yeah. and them, but then you also like maybe you're not tending to your own too because mm. you know what I mean? We're busy. Yeah. So busy. <laughs> Tend to everything else. Yeah. But yeah, no, I could probably revisit the journal. I think that I've just like slacked off on everything that I had worked so hard for. And that's maybe why I like haven't really been doing meditating, haven't been in my sauna, like haven't been doing any of those. Like I've been doing like brain numbing things, like scrolling, watching series. And like, yes, any form of rest that your body craves, you should kind of listen to that and not try and like micromanage every problem with an activity of mindfulness like because sometimes you just need to rest um but in saying that I feel like I've been resting for a while (laughs) she's been in hibernation (laughs) yeah so I am trying yeah to just remember like I've definitely been reflecting a lot whether that's been through like definitely not generally I haven't done that but like mental reflecting on like when was I like my most happiest in like the past four years and what was I doing during that time. Can you pinpoint that? I don't know that I can even could pinpoint that. I was probably the most happiest which um, when I was in my apartment. I really created like a habitat and a routine there to like make me feel really good um, and life after a lot of things felt easy but I don't think, and that was like pre-Eden, like not saying like he doesn't make me happy. It's just come with its own like good, good and bad. It also came off a massive like hard time so yeah. that you probably felt more relief in that moment yes. when you finally started feeling happy again. So it might, it's like when you look back on like your childhood or whatever and there's like the apple pie your grandma used to make and then, you know, your mum makes it from the exact same recipe and you're like, that's not the same. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? It's because, yeah, it's because all those feelings are attached to it. So it yeah. makes the high seem or the taste seem better, mm-hmm. even though it's exactly the same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So maybe your happiness could still be, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like no, I get it. And that's why sometimes you can just be in your own head. Yeah. And I'm like, am I in my own head creating problems that aren't there? Or am I actually now unraveling some problems and I need <laughs> to deal with them? Like, I don't know the answer. So that's probably the point of today is that you sometimes just need to go on a little um, discovery I feel like you're going to be like in the movie where out in the wilderness Ash goes hiking to find herself. I want to live at Virgin River. Comes back in three, <laughs> three hours. I've done it, guys. I really want to just go live by the river in my little um, hut cabin thing. I really like the idea, not of hiking, just driving to the cabin. But yeah. like that whole, because remember for my birthday, I was like, I just want yes. that, like, I just really like that nature yes. vibe. I like that too. Because it's so different to like the day-to-day that you should be able to go there and, you know, connect with self. Yeah, well, because yeah. remember how I was saying, then my, I was saying to like people at work, some of my friends, that like I'm, I wonder if I get to this like for my birthday where it was like this like one with nature moment that I might just like start crying. I had these visions that I might just like be the <laughs> so release. Like, right oh, now. my God. And, like I have been through all this because everyone kept yeah. saying like, you're going to break. You're okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm like, I think I'm okay. Maybe I'm going to get into nature and just be like Have you had any release. moments like that on your own though, like where you've just like had a teary moment and been like, wow. 
Like uh, whether it's of relief or um, I mean, like last year to today, in fact, mm-hmm. was the pro- weirdly <laughs> was probably the hardest. I would say it hit me, but that was like my uncle died of cancer today. Yeah, okay. So and I was going through cancer. So mm-hmm. obvi- that's a pretty yeah, triggering obvious day. one. Yeah. Most people, but if we're talking about ones that are like just out of the blue, kind of meltdown ones. I haven't really had it. I'd say like, you know, in the moments of finding out news from doctors telling me this isn't working, this is, you know, this is the statistics, those moments I've had, I've gotten upset in the doctor's office. Yeah. But moments alone by myself, not really. I had one the other day that was like the day before my final immuno where I got in the shower and I just like was like, yeah, I'm a bit like scared of this day tomorrow. And I like cried like, Maybe a couple of tears. It wasn't very long. And I was like, oh. I didn't know if it was shower drops or teardrops. <laughs> it wasn't very much. But there hasn't been any, like, crying myself to sleep or getting yeah. in the shower and having the massive. I haven't had any of those moments. And I, you see it so much in the movies that you expect for it to kind of happen mm-hmm. and you see your friends go through it and it just hasn't. I don't know if it's coming. Mm. But um, I even had someone ye- message me yesterday saying, like, just, like, Almost like I need to put a safety jacket on because it's coming. You know what I mean? You're going to come off the high of finishing the immuno in three months and then you're going to crash and burn. I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? But, like, maybe it won't. Maybe I just am fine. I I never had my – well, like, don't get me wrong, I've cried, but the meltdown that I thought was coming after Horn, that never came. Like, there were instances where I was sad, but I didn't have the meltdown. Yeah. Like, I I just had, like – and you are allowed to feel all those feelings without it being a meltdown. Um, but last night I was watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And Great like, film. yeah, and I was like, I was like having the best time watching the movie. Like I was just really enjoying it. I was like this and I completely forgot that's where I got my wedding song from. Oh, So, yeah, and I was like the same like version, everything. And I was like. Uh, it just like crept up on me and I was like, Eden's like asleep and I was like, oh, I'm a bit sad yeah. like because like it's – and the song already is like a bit teary to begin with and then I was like, oh, like this is – I didn't know if my body was like trying it's to – the like, song that feels like home yeah, song. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love that moment in the movie. Yeah. And um, her voice is just so nice too. And um, yeah, I was like, I don't know if I was enjoying the movie so much – because I subconsciously knew that that was, was coming. coming. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, because obviously um, I had a memory on my Instagram about four years ago. I was out for dinner with Horn and the two boys and they had their hair all gelled and, like, that was our little family going out for Valentine's Day, which, like, apparently is weird to go out with your family on Valentine's Day. I tried to book a restaurant um, for me and two other families, like us and two other families, and the man that was on the phone, he's like, so a table for two? And I was like, no, a table for 18. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, me, two other it's families. Like Valentine's? They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it's all like we want to take our kids. And he's like, never there. I've been there for 30 years apparently. He's like, never in 30 years has anyone ever called and tried to book a family night on. And I'm like, I've been Some out- people can't just offload their children. Yeah. And they still need to celebrate. And so he's like, look, I I need to speak to the boss, aka wife, family run business to see if this is allowed. And then he called me back. What? To see if this is allowed? Patrons they, in our restaurant. Because they usually just do tables for two, like all night. They like must balloon it out and do their little like Italian amore like (laughs) and so it's delicious so I really wanted to go and the kids we go there all the time and the kids can like be gross and no one cares um but yeah you bring me it's like boss said no I'm so sorry but you can have 15% off on takeaway (laughs) 
they said no. Yeah, and I was a little bit like shocked because it's like a low key restaurant. It's not like a um, like fancy pants restaurant. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know. My, I, I, I don't think I've ever been out with my parents on Valentine's Day. My parents don't really go out on Valentine's Day, so I don't really know. Tamara's here. Did you ever do the group kid thing? Oh yeah, she does. She's yeah. She yeah. did a lunch with. So it's not that weird. I just think that. Aaron, we're like, did your parents drag you to Valentine's Day things? You said yeah, he was yeah. a virgin. Well, there you go. But I don't remember. Well, my parents were divorced for a long time. I don't remember. They probably didn't even go on Valentine's Day when they were together. Anyway, <laughs> well, maybe that's when they got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't remember doing anything with my um, my family. But do you remember them doing anything? No. So mine didn't do anything, so yeah. it's not like they went and had it. Even when my mum and dad had their anniversaries and stuff, Sam and I always go to those dinners. Yeah. I guess that's usually a two-person thing, but yeah. we do a family thing. Yeah. So I guess each their own. But that, I can't believe they turned down your business. It's weird. Yeah. And I was like, we'll do the 5 p.m. sesh and we'll be out by 7. You can reset, like, all yeah. the tables for the next round of couples. Yeah, but I wasn't upset. Like it's maybe they, they just thought that kids aren't going to spend as much money, and we know. Have we'll, they met we'll, my children? <laughs> <laughs> and we know we'll ordering fill the oysters, <laughs> <laughs> bougie kids, <Yeah>. cocktails, yeah. <laughs> mocktail round, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know where we went with that, but there was the movie, and yeah, just yeah. like that. Those those little moments, I guess, that, that will usually flag to you if you're being like emotionally heightened in different sets situations where maybe you're being like a little bit more reactive than usual but you can't figure out why like I feel like over Christmas I was probably a lot grumpier and I wouldn't really ever use a word to that word to describe me or if you get like highly stressed with things that are like little Mm. you know what I mean it becomes like very overwhelming for things normally you wouldn't become overwhelmed with deflecting yeah those kind of heightened emotions yeah and I guess like actually having whether it's a conversation with a friend or a partner or a parent, when you are trying to figure it out, like I was trying to Do talk you think to eat. Okay, yeah, <laughs> tell me. But like, and then, but like, then Eden gave me the shits because he was trying to tell me that like he thinks I'm fine, but I'm like, I don't think I'm fine though. So like, you can't tell me I'm fine if I don't think I'm fine. I'm like, you're not gonna win. I'm sorry. I just need to like <laughs> figure it out on my own. But and then he's just like looking at me. He's like, what did I do? <laughs> I just said you seem like you're okay. So, yeah, I'm going going to continue going down the woo to figure a All bit right. more out, whether that is journal, which I don't think journaling is woo, but it's definitely coming from that, like, area, even though it has both, like, yeah. both pros and cons in regards to professional or the woo. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, meditation, saunering, alone time, less scrolling. So next season we should have like a lot more woo stuff coming at us. Is that what's Well, happening? I really would like, um, yeah, <laughs> Connie's going to be like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would actually like Amy who did this energy healing to, to come on and explain it because especially if you are trying to like figure it out and it seems yeah. a bit like overwhelming but then there is actual science behind it too. So that's probably the part that like these things have been around for years. It's not like just come off the market today. Like it's been around for years and years and years and does have some proven things to it. It's just not that conventional yeah. way of dealing with it. And some a lot of people reach out to me in my DMs and say like I've always wanted to do that but I don't have any friends that would come with me. Or, like, I just, like, not sure if it's for me or I've tried to talk to my partner about it and he thinks it's a waste of money. And so things like that might be holding them back 
experimenting. Yeah. But um, look, I don't really think any of it can be like harmful if you're feeling like something is missing or you feel a little bit more connected to yourself and know that something is missing. Exactly. Um, doing, you know, what you said, even just try the journaling first, yeah. see what pops up and be like, oh, that seems like a, a key thing that I might need to explore a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you may as well try if you're in a place where you feel like you need to do something, to yeah. fix something. You can't change things by doing nothing. Exactly. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just like a little episode about just figuring shit out and that sometimes you can't figure it out straight away. You have to go through. And for me, I'm like, I've said it before, we live in this like instant world. We're looking for instant fixes to all of our like problems and we want the solution to be just like waiting for us there and we can just move past it very quickly. And That'd be all, nice. Yeah, but unfortunately... There's a lot more digging. Got to do the work. Got to do the work. Got to do the work. But have a little surprise for everyone. (laughs) Aaron is going to be doing the final five today um, because he's here with us in every episode. Just quietly sitting there. Just quietly sitting there. But I'm like, people need to know you. (laughs) Tell us about yourself, Aaron. Well, we already know his love language from episode three or something of season one. I know. Wow. That was very early on in the piece. What was it, Ash? It was receiving gifts. Oh. Quality time. Oh, quality, quality time. time. Quality time. Receiving gifts, wasn't it? Yeah. I think receiving gifts was two or three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, when you had a beautiful Valentine's Day, lots of quality time. It was. A lot of quality time. Yeah. Love language met. Indeed. Fulfilled. <laughs> so for the final five, are you ready? I am ready. I gave Aaron the heads up and said, can you prepare more than Eden? Because he left us hanging with no quote, no advice. I'm like, I think I think Eden was like shooketh after that. He's like, I just sounded like I knew nothing. Yeah, you could have given me a heads up. Although, like, is he really a quote kind of guy though? But like, be kind to your mother, happy wife, happy <laughs> life. There's so many out there. Like he could have said just something. Oh well, thank God. God you gave me some heads up because I would have been stumbling just as much as Eden, I reckon. Okay, man support. Yeah. Man support. All right, here we go, Aaron. Aaron, what is your quote to live by? This is a Dr. Seuss quote. Oh. And it says, you have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself in any direction you choose. I really like that one. I actually read that the other day. Really? Yeah. It came up. I can't remember what I was. I Googled some quotes mm. and it was in that category. Um, what is That's the, how I found it. Oh, well. really? <laughs> we probably were on Just the 10 same. minutes ago <laughs> when you told me to prepare, I Googled quotes. <laughs> Like, and there it was. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds like a relatable <laughs> one. I like that. Okay, best advice you've um, ever received. Find three hobbies that will make you money, keep you in shape, and allow you to be creative. Who gave you that advice? Oh, I like that. I'm pretty you sure my today? dad. <laughs> it's like Ellie today. <laughs> Ellie today on <laughs> Your Google. dad. Wow. <laughs> Siri, yeah. Siri, what's some advice? <laughs> you know what I've realised? Do you have any hobbies? Okay, this is really weird that you bring this up. I don't have any fucking because hobbies. Because Eden has told me that, like, this is a hobby. Oh, this is a hobby, your yeah, podcast. This okay, well, i got plenty of podcasts. There's my hobby done. So, like, this and then doing, like, all my other things, like, mm. the workshop and stuff. And I'm like, You're um, trying to build a business yeah, and stuff. And I don't I think said, so. Because I was like, maybe you need a hobby because Eden's just done up his, like, car and he's, like, tinkering around with it and he's like – and I'm like, well, that's good that I said to him, you have a hobby that you're interested in. I said, I need to find – a hobby, whether it's going back to that Latin dance class or something that I do that is just like for fun. I don't think I, I mean, no, I don't think I've ever had a hobby ever. But then you like, know, uh, you played golf. No, but I was doing that to like, I had a scholarship and like, I felt like that was it like a, a purpose. Yeah, there was did like it not a purpose start as a hobby? 
just because dad was at the golf course. Oh. So I just wanted <laughs> I something to spend to time do. with dad. You know, like I just, I guess so. But like as a kid, we all play sports. You know what I mean? I guess they're hobbies. But as an adult, I've never had a hobby. Mm. Like there's no like crafting going on. No, it's like when I'm on these, no, when, I'm not fucking scrapbooking. Can you imagine? <laughs> but it's like all these guys on Hinge, they're like, oh, what are your hobbies? What do you do when you're not working? I work some more. What do you mean? <laughs> What can, is this free can, time you speak of? Can Netflix be a hobby? That's yeah. the question. <laughs> Tomorrow's saying to be stationary, but that's also not a hobby. That's my like, side hustle. Yeah, I know. I was confused by it too. Maybe and we I was just try and insulted. Maybe we just turn <laughs> our hobbies into money and other people will start doing that. Yeah. What a, I was trying to think of a word combining it and there was nothing. So. I feel like hobbies are more of a mouth thing. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. They go dirt bike riding, they're playing the guitar, all this kind of <laughs> shit. Surfing, <laughs> shopping. Yeah. Shopping would be, yeah. but like, yeah, shopping would be a hobby because you right, do actually shine, do it like weekly. Okay, then that's yeah. it. Shopping. There you go. It seems very vain though, doesn't it? A guy on hinge, like, what's your, your like hobby? Shopping. <laughs> Looking fab. <laughs> <laughs> it has purpose and yeah. meaning. <laughs> That'd be a real red flag if I was a guy on dating app and I asked you what your hobbies were and you're like shopping. I'm and like, then you're like, oh, so oh. what do you do for a living and how much do you earn? Because <laughs> I have a hobby <laughs> called shopping. <laughs> I can pay for my own shit. Really it's expensive fine. hobby. <laughs> but they say surfing to me and I'm red flag. I can't be in the sun. <laughs> so. like, I've got this. No, didn't you get one of those little umbrella things I given did, to you? I did, I don't like the sand dash, to be honest. <laughs> sun and sand, a race. <laughs> I could go for a swim in a pool. That's about the extent yes. of it. Yeah, I, maybe we should start a hobby for next season and we can test out all these different – we can go to different yeah. courses. Hobby life. <laughs> and be like, today we did sewing. It's not for us. I actually do want to do um, – I've gone blank. Potting? No. Clay clay. Oh, yeah, pottery. Pottery. Pot- yeah. Potting was close. Potting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is she getting out in the garden? I have like <laughs> You no just want to go and find like a Patrick Swayze vibe, <laughs> oh, don't yeah, you? Yeah, channeling my inner ghost. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, no, I have a well, I have an acquaintance that owns her own like studio and she's all oh, she really? does like, oh, yeah, come on, she I does do like like group sessions and stuff. It looks very cute. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I like one. I like those like paint and sip things, yeah. but like not f- regularly. No, just like as a once off, and it doesn't really form as a hobby. No, you know what I mean. So that's the issue. Yeah, maybe and we should try more of these things next season. And if I have a garden, I think I'll get into gardening. Like my my herb garden, I really used to love like having fresh herbs. And that definitely and, is a hobby. Gardening yeah. is definitely a hobby. Yeah. So watch this space. Aaron actually got a, a herb garden on the weekend. I saw yeah. that actually. A little veggie garden? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch it grow. I know. Like, well, it better. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like when you like don't have to buy like a two ninety nine bunch of herbs for four pieces of basil, it's mm. very like satisfying. Aaron, finish your questions. I Sorry, interrupted. Sorry, core, core oh. value. Um, dependability. Oh. I feel like if. I need to show up. I'll show up. Someone asked me to be there. I'll yeah, be there. I like that. I've I've never heard that one. Oh, well, it's a new one. There you go. Good research. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's true with Aaron. I would say that. Yeah, I like it, and I would like appreciate that in a relationship slash friendship. Yeah, like, and I think if your core value is something that doesn't isn't on brand for you, that's definitely something like <laughs> you're quite right. You know, when I say mine's honesty, and it's like that's on brand. You know. Yeah. True. Interesting. True. Yeah, I like that. I'm just still learning about you, darling. <laughs> um, and y- your last meal? Um, it would have to be a hotel club sandwich. 
Ooh. with fries, specifically when um, <laughs> the star the with the no star, tomato, with no tomato, of course, the star casino, formerly known as Jupiter's, when they had spinners downstairs, <laughs> yes. you would be able to get the club sandwich from spinners you to your room. Old enough or to like go to? No, therefore I'd be in the room okay. while mum and dad were down having a flutter. <laughs> And um, I'd be in the hotel room. At least you went in the car. No. <laughs> so they got you a room. Yeah, they got me a room. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'd get the club sandwich and, God, it was so good. Oh, that's amazing. Room service as a kid was just like you Life. thought like, I am so fucking rich. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, big and then it's like, and, like home alone when for like, a movie as well. Yeah. You're like, whoa. <laughs> and he orders all the ice creams. Yes. And, like, that was from what, so when my kids, like, watch that, they're just like, wow. And when we were at the Sheraton over Christmas, they were literally, like, swimming over to the pool bar and, like, ordering themselves stuff and just charging it to the room. <laughs> they're six. <laughs> Lucky they can't order I'm alcohol. I'm like, how so do you know expensive. what room number we are? <laughs> And like, what the last name is, and they're letting you sign for it. I feel like that's a problem. I feel like club sandwiches are very standard on every hotel menu as well, so that's a good, safe one. Yeah. yeah. But they can, it can go very wrong. It can go very wrong. There has been What, would, what would be wrong? Uh, they forget like to when take they, the tomato off. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that ruins it and immediately. And that's toast. So, yeah. So. Um, oh, is it, is it toasted? Yeah, it's like a toast, yeah. 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 It has like um, a layer three, in between three, two, right? Like yeah. three breads? Yeah. 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 But yeah, when they like try and get toasty Tuesday, you could bring in a oh, club. Oh, you could do a little club toasty. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. When people try and get too fancy with the club sandwiches, when I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" Just it's, keep it basic. Just it's keep good. it like basic. a mustard aioli and like all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. However, there was like a turkey cranberry club sandwich it's at the brie. W in Brisbane, and I was very skeptical, but it was very nice. Maybe I could do a toasty Tuesday with brie turkey. Cranberry, that could mm. be interesting. Or you could use like a quince paste. Yes, too. yes, yeah. yes, nice. Yum. That sounds good. Beveragino? Fave Beveragino. Uh, my go-to is definitely, at the moment, Canadian Club with dry on ice. I love when the pubs and stuff have it on tap and you can get it with some ice. I much prefer that than the bottle. And dry is ginger ale? Yep. Yeah. Definitely had the men in my life do their rounds with that mm. that drink. Currently in that phase. <laughs> Easy and dry. Easy and dry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much for partaking in the final five, Aaron. No worries. Thank you for asking me. No worries. Thank you, Miss Courtney, for being my ultimate wing gal. Oh, we'll be back (laughs) for another season sometime soon. I know. Yes. Well, that's a wrap. As I mentioned, I'll be taking a short break and I will return with season four in just a jiffy. A little secret, the lineup of special guests is freaking amazing and I cannot wait for you to hear from these incredible humans. But until then, just remember, we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at with Love Ash. <laughs>